do with life. And you know, if we let darkness get into us, uh, we'll have trouble. Uh, the lesson this morning is going to be out with run, return from the dead. How many times has someone said, oh, if someone returned from the dead, I would believe it. I wonder if understand. One has returned. And I know that there's a couple of instances in the Bible where they were translated or did not see death, but that does not apply to us now. I know that in the Bible, people have raised from the dead that they died again, and they will never be here again. And we'll show you the one, but I was looking through this the other day, and I happened to know it says, where shall I go? And the verse that went to with it says, Lord, to whom shall we go? Well, if you follow it on down to where it says at the end, yet when I face the chilling hand of death, where could I go but to the Lord? Well, if you wait too long, do you know you can't get there from here? If you wait too long. With one return from the dead, you think someone would really recognize it? If not, why have they not? Because if you finish that verse of John 6, 68, it says, Thou hast the words of eternal life. If you haven't heard it, where are you going to believe it? But how many times have you heard someone say this? Has anybody in here never heard someone say it? Well, really? What are they really waiting for? Look at Luke 16, 24. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this land. You know, the rich man, he passed from this life, yet he leaves a plea or relief. Luke 16, 25, Abraham says, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thou good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And then 16, 29, Abraham said him, They have Moses and the prophet let them hear them. Let those same people, those that are, well, I'll get to it later about making excuse. But one had returned from the dead and still lives. Matthew 28, 1 through 5. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sister. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. And his countenance was that like of light, and his raiment white as snow, 
And for fear of him, the keeper did shake and become as dead men. Notice what the angel says. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear ye not, for I know that you seek Jesus which was crucified. I would know who we were hunting. And we know he was crucified. Matthew 28, 6-9. He is not here. He is risen. And he said, Come see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. If he goeth before, how could he not be alive? Therefore shall you see him. If he couldn't have been seen, how could he be alive? Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy, and did run to bring his disciples word. Now I wonder when people say, if I was to have someone return from the dead and convince me, I wonder what their reaction would be. Would they be too scared? I think that would be a terrible fright to have someone that we know that has died and come back. Because things that are impossible, and we'll see that great gulf fixed farther along, things that are not possible. And they went to tell his disciples, Behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. And they came and beheld him by the feet and worshipped him. Do you notice they didn't try to get old for him and tell him what he's going to do? They were at his feet in reverence and respect. Acts 13, 29 through 33. And when they, had, when they had fulfilled all that was written of him and took him down from the tree and laid him in a sepulcher, but God raised him from the dead. And he was seen many days of them. Not just fell asleep, woke up, and I know people get in a coma. And I know from time to time that you have CPR on someone and they revive. But remember, you're dead as we when our spirit departs from our body. And he was seen many days with them which came upon him from Galilee to Jerusalem who are his witnesses unto the people. And we declare to you glad tidings how that the promise was made unto the Father. This is not something that wasn't expected. God hath fulfilled the same unto us, their children, and that he hath raised up Jesus again. As it is also written in the second Psalm, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten. They go back and look at Psalm 2, 6, and 7. Yet have <clears throat> I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. This was foretold, it wasn't something by accident or happy chance. But pay attention about has returned from the dead. First Corinthians 15, 5 through 7, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve, and that he was seen above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remaineth unto this present day, but some fall asleep. 
Now, this been a lie, surely, that are published it on every street corner. But notice that, verse 7. After that, he was seen of James, then all of the apostles. I didn't put it on the screen. Well, it will come up in a moment, so I'll go ahead. But what I want you to understand, last of all, he was seen of me also. That's one born out of due season. I'm going to flip to it just a second. What Paul is declared here by inspiration is that Jesus was alive and he is one born out of due season. But notice, last of all, he was seen to be there. There'll be no more apostles and no more revelation coming. But Revelation 1 5. And from Jesus Christ, who is a faithful witness, because remember, God cannot lie. And the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins, in own blood. This is a child, if you will, that was born, that will never die. Luke 2.11 For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord. Now why do I say it's a child that will not die? Because Christ is the Lord and he does not die. You cannot, you can kill man and, and Christ was fully man and fully God. But you cannot kill deity. Luke 9, 35. And there came a voice out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son. Hear ye him. Now you remember, he was taken up in the cloud and will see him and meet him in the air. But think about this little part right here. Seeking a friend to save me in the end. Now, how can we have that friend who we didn't know? How can we do as we should to make our call and election sure? If we want to start at the last day and slide in the back door, what if you don't have opportunity? You know, they say opportunity only knocks once. You need to take it while we can. Second Timothy 3.16, all scripture, didn't leave any out, <clears throat> is given by inspiration of God, is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. You know, this was also, these scriptures were written by holy men, as they were giving others. Romans 10, 3 and 4, for they're being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Well, God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Well, Naaman would still be a leper had he not dipped seven times in the Jordan. Well, I want you to listen. If, if I see somebody from the dead, I believe. Think about the telling of turning the sun backwards will anybody can or forwards verse 4 for Christ in the end of the wrong law for righteousness to everyone that believeth 
I want to point out about the lack of zeal, not to first just a minute. Of those that were claim before they came back from the dead, they would believe. Well, verse 2, which is above this one in the book, tells me about those that have zeal. What's short on the screen? Sorry. For I bear them record that they have a seal of God, but not according to knowledge. Well, I thought about this, about they've got zeal, but not according to knowledge. You know, many people can be taught wrong, but you realize that being taught wrong is far different than refusing to obey. If all you've ever heard is two and two equal five, that's what you know and remember. That's taught wrong. But refusing to correct it is those that is refusing to obey. Well, the one taught wrong may be recovered. But those that refuse to admit to obedience, they will not recover. Needing a friend to save me in the end, if you haven't corrected it, there's no recovery. Well, excuse is made over and over. Luke 14, 8. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. And the first said to him, I have bought a piece of ground. I must need go and see it. And I pray they have me excused. Well, so on about the oxen and the wife. Excuse for any reason is failure. Well, if someone can't. They know someone's not going to come back from the dead. Their excuse is, I never intend to obey. Well, requiring a sign from God will not happen either. Are you sure about that? Matthew 12, 38. Then certain of the scribes and the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seek after a sign. Those that are hunting a sign, they don't want it. It's an excuse. But what is told, and there shall no sign be given to it. But the sign of the prophet Jonas. Y'all know what happened to Jonas? He was supposed to go, and he didn't go. Verse 40, But if Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. He was buried even in a borrowed tomb. Jesus was in that grave, covered, closed in, but yet he returned and is alive and well. Now the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 6, and 7 was before his death, yes, but his word will stand forever. When he tells all those things, and somebody says, well, you can't count him because all the red letters is before his death. Well, I think if you look at some, they're repeating farther on in those epistles. But Hebrews 5, 9 says, And being made perfect, he became the author. He became the author of eternal salvation unto them that obey him. 
That means that those others, yeah, they may live in eternity, but it's going to be in torment. The he, right here, and I got it, I hope it's highlighted a little bit, is Jesus Christ. But look at Matthew 18, 3, and said, Verily I say unto you, Except you be converted and become us little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You know, a humble heart is needed in telling God what I want, what I will do, what I won't do. Telling God how and under what circumstances we will obey the gospel. It's kind of like a, I knew this man that had a Rubik's Cube. And he said, if I can ever take and fix this Rubik's Cube, because it seemed impossible to him, I will have salvation. Well, he dropped it one day. And he picked that Rubik's Cube up and he put it all back together and all the sides matched. Well, it just happened that they were having prayer meeting that night at the, the congregation. And he went there and there's a bar you stand on, you say, holy, holy, holy. And he received salvation. Well, you know how ridiculous that that Rubik's Cube is going to save you? Well, that's no different than saying, I will believe if someone comes back from the dead. If you don't believe now, how will you? Well, who do we have in the Bible that we can show should have changed his mind and believed before it happened? John 20, 20 through 24. But Thomas, one of the twelve, he's with him all the time, called Didymus was not with them when Jesus came in. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Except I see the in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger in the print of the nails, and thrust my hand in his eye, I will not believe. Sound familiar? Except you show me, show me, show me, show me, show me. Thomas does come around, so to speak, but look at what Jesus tells him. John 26, John 20, 26 to 27. And after eight days again, his disciples were within, and Thomas said to them, Thomas with them. Then came Jesus and the door being shut. You know, you think about you go in a building somewhere, somebody's going to have an argument. They turn around and lock the door, let the door being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace unto you. What comfort, peace unto you. Now, Thomas wasn't with them before, but look at how he knew. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger and behold my hand, and reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless but believe. Well, how one feels confronted by Jesus at the end. But remember that great gulf between us. Luke 16, 26. 
Once that great gulf is fixed, our life is over. But look what Jesus says back. John 20, 29. Then saith him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Well, now, I told you if we come back from the dead, I believe. That is not what this is saying, because look right there. It says, Blessed are they that have not seen. Have anyone in here, or anywhere else for that matter, actually seen God? Actually seen Jesus standing in presence? Because it says, and blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. We see in the Bible over and over and over, if we open our eyes, how many times is it said there in Revelation, he that hath an ear, let him hear. Can you hear his word? John 6, 47, 48. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me have everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Now we'll go through the plan of salvation of the way. Just believing won't get me home. Just believing I can fly airplane don't let me fly airplane. I've got to study to know how to do it. And I've got to get to the end of it. I've got to practice. Christianity is a practice. Serving of God. John 6, 33-35 For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. He came down from heaven. He gave up the glories of heaven. Then said they unto him, Lord, everyone will give us his bread. Where's that bread? It's found right in that Bible. That is the food we need to eat. And just said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. We can be planted as if it were by that river of life. You know, think of our surroundings. We see every day the evidence of God. You walk on the beach and you see footprints, you know somebody was there. Did you see them? But their evidence was there. Psalm 19, the heaven declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Hear God yet? John 6 36. But I say unto you that ye also have seen me and believe not. Now he was talking there to people that actually did see. When you read the Bible, can you see? Can you see? Will you open your eyes? Those that make the excuse of ways you want to turn the dead are just saying that because they are not willing to be truthful with self. Any excuse is good. John 1, 1 through 4. In the beginning was the word. That'd be the same one. Well, we can't go back to Genesis and say in the beginning God. And the word was with God and the word was God. 
The same was in the beginning with God. Now, if you can't understand that who they're talking about right here is Jesus, because verse 3 says, All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of the man. Going back to the songs that were saying about light, light, light. The life was the light of man. Luke 12, 10. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall forgive him. Now that's why I come back to some can recover when they didn't know the truth. Now you can read the rest of that verse if you like. This is just the first half. Because if you will repent, those taught wrong may return. But after Hebrews 9, 27, and it's pointed unto me on what to die, but after this is judgment. Simply put, they, having died, leave themselves in the category of their choosing. Some can't get past the point of getting there. 2 Peter 1.21 For the prophecy came not in old time, but the will of man. But holy men of God's faith as they were by the Holy Ghost. I made a little tiny reference to that, but not trying to quote it. Because I'm so afraid if I don't read it and I give a verse and don't match up, I'll have been added to or taken away. So that's why I use verses sometimes to make a paraphrase. If you don't find it in the Bible, you tell me and I'll admit that I made a mistake there. But Luke 12, 8. And I say, and I say unto you, Whosoever shall confess me before man, he shall the Son of Man also confess before the angel of God. Needing a friend to save me in the end? Luke 12, 9. But why are those lost? Because they refuse to listen? Luke 12, 9. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angel of God. You know, it's going to be terrible on that day of judgment. If we have our faculties about us to remember, Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost, and we didn't listen. And then on the judgment, imagine the agony of him having to tell us because God said, Depart from me that you work iniquity. I never knew you. But look at John 6:40. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up the last day. That I, Jesus, will get to tell us, enter in. Now, good and faithful servant. Only if we've obeyed will we get to find salvation, you'll see that. Raise us up that last day, life into everlasting heaven. Lift it up, if you will. Think about that wonderful entrance. That one entrance that we don't want to ever leave from. Now, I know that we all have some family somewhere that's passed on. 
I do too. But I also know some that have passed on that have their calling of blood to children. But do you realize just like there is someone that first went to high school, someone first that went to college? Some had to start when. And then think of the influence you have on those in front of you. Luke 12, 8. And I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, men, he shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels that were best of them. You know, we have skeptics. Jesus said for me after the set of them, murmur not among yourselves. Well, murmur. I wonder how many people we've had go by, hopefully, meet and yet, some way, somehow, they have had doubt planted in their mind. We'll get the doubt out. Read the pages of the scripture. Now, you know, Christ pleaded for unity. That's why I use the King James Version. Because if we all read the same word and we're trying to feel the same thing, we should understand those words when we come across it. We're not trying to find our place and we can keep going. But those that want to see one return to the dead have refused to see. Choices every day. Well, I don't have my choices. Well, you chose to come. One's chose not to. So with a choice today to obey God. And just as choices end in death, Saul does choice to be redeemed or to be lost. The him seeking a friend in the end, don't wait too long. I think that name, that word could I go with. Remember that word? Don't wait too long to realize. Friend, if you will, who it is. Is the risen Son of God when he comes in the clouds, when he comes at that point, it is too late. Preparation has to be prepared before the end. We always go to find salvation, and it's very important so that we can tell others. Perhaps. If this is put out on the podcast, maybe somebody here has never heard it before. John 6, 44 and 45. Greg asked for this verse the other night. I couldn't remember where it was, but I know I had it in my lesson for this week. It says, No man can come to me except the Father hath sent me, draw him, and I will raise him up the last day. But this was verse 45. We've got the reading, written, heard, learned. And it's written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. All scripture given by inspiration of God. The only place to come from. Every man therefore that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. 
And if believe, John 8, 24, I said there upon you that he shall die in your sins. If you believe not, die in me. Ye shall die in your sins. You know where that winds us up? Repent. Acts 3, 19, Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out. When the time of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Confess before baptism, John eleven twenty seven. She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Be baptized. Acts twenty two sixteen. A great question for people that have never been baptized. And now why terrorist thou? Sling it to the back of a pew looking up like I know, I know, but do nothing. Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Be faithful to the end. Now that's where we really need to work. You get to that last line. Imagine as Greg blessed this morning. To me it's the saddest verses other than being denied, left outside, not knowing if for Moses to be told you can see it, but you can't come home. First Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always, always about the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So any need to obey the gospel for goodness sake. If any has left his words for those that know and leave than those that never know. For goodness sake, let's not go part way and then close our eyes. But anyway, if any need to to uh, obey the gospel or return or just need the prayers of the church. If you'd come forward, we'll stand the same as the